welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, we're uh, excited to, to be continuing our series on the covenant. Uh, we've been uh, processing. How's things going for you this morning? Uh, things are going great. Happy Tuesday. Yeah. It's good to see you're, you're back in Dallas again right now, as we see. I think you'll, you've You've had some popping around lately, lots of travel going on. Good stuff, though, right? Yeah, down with uh, Peter and Shara and the boys, uh, grandsons. And nice. we, are, we are headed to uh, Austin this weekend. Uh, we're going to the NASCAR races there. Uh, That's right, and, yeah. Uh, so we have, uh, we're on the uh, track. We have uh, seats on the track. Uh, and we're uh, third row. So, uh, oh, super fun. Uh, okay, this oh. is a dumb question. Do you have to wear headphones for something like that? Is it loud? You have to wear either headphones or you have to wear earplugs. Okay, <laughs> it's loud. <laughs> yeah, I, well, that's I would assume it would be really loud, but I yeah. have never been so. Yeah, yeah, it's loud. And uh, uh, so it's you know, NASCAR. Most races have some kind of wrecks, you know, Formula One race, NASCAR yeah. generally has wrecks. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if anything happens. And we're, I'm praying that nothing goes over the fence. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah. You guys are uh, with the, the splash zone, except it's not water, right? <laughs> no, no. Uh, so it'll be interesting. And uh, uh, it's fun to see. Uh, we happen to be uh, at a curve. Uh, and then into a straightaway. So they're they're coming around the curve and then they accelerate up the straightaway. Mm -hmm. So it'll be it'll really be fun to watch. Uh, Interesting. Where, where we're located. Very and, cool. Uh, and the grandkids are really into it, into the racing. Yes. Uh, they just got into racing. Aiden particularly is into uh, Formula One. So we're going to be going to a Formula One race uh, actually with Dave Dunkel and his family in May in, in, Maya, in Miami. Uh, and we were watching, he was, uh, our grandson was having us watch uh, some of the races from last year. And they, they did, they do kind of a documentary. Right. So they're interviewing, you know, the, the pit crew and the leaders of it and the drivers. And, uh, you know, it, on the surface, it's like, well, just go fast around the track. <laughs> right. But, but there's so much more to it than we realize, there's right? Ama there's amazing strategy and how they do it and, you know, mm -hmm. how, it, how it works and uh, the competition, you know, between drivers. And mm -hmm. uh, so uh, it's really it's really interesting to look at that nuance of it. And then right. it'll, be, it'll be fun to, you know, watch it and see how it, how it plays out. So very fun. Well, I am praying you guys have a blessed time together. It's fun to be with the grandkids. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's really fun. And uh, Joshua's getting ready to uh, uh, getting all of his detail ready to head to Baylor. Um, yes, sick and bears. <laughs> as a, uh, as a uh, freshman student. So he's getting all his stuff together and uh, getting that ready. So that'll be fun uh, to see how that plays out and visit him, obviously, down at uh, Waco and 
Yeah. See Baylor and all that. Yeah, so I that, think you guys fun. may need a tour guide for that since yeah. I know it so well. I am yes. more than happy to come play and show you all the favorite spots. <laughs> That'll be great. Uh, we'd love to have have you guys meet us, sir. It'll be fun. <laughs> see a see a Baylor football game. Oh, that would be good. That would be good. Uh, well, well, not an August one though, because that's too hot for me. No, nah, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll go in October. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, well, as we as we're talking about uh, the covenant, uh, uh, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Uh, we've talked about again that it's it's God's promise to us. The purpose of it is to glorify Himself, uh, to demonstrate uh, the the wonder of His life that He commits to us. It's universal to elevate us into a spiritual place that we're in the heavenlies in the kingdom where it, it happens. We actually demonstrate to the principalities and powers right. that is, that's real, which means God's supernatural work of delivering the covenant in reality. Uh, it's to us as special people uh, and to in the kingdom of God. It happens in the kingdom, which means we have to walk with him, which we'll, we'll talk to our role in this as we go down the uh, path of it. But uh, he says there's privileges to it. And we've talked about uh, protection, deliverance from problems. We've talked about uh, peace, shalom, favor. Uh, last last couple of times we've talked about abundance, uh, that we can uh, expect the fullness of all the covenant, not just remember abundance. We, we tend to think of it as material, but it's, it's really uh, a peaceful life, joyful life, right. uh, positive relationships. All in the midst of difficulties often. Uh, yeah. All in the middle of difficulty. Um, and then we're going to move now into this promise of restoration. And mm-hmm. uh, let's let's talk about that uh, just per se. When you think of restoration, uh, in essence, why, why is restoration needed? Because something's broken. Yeah. <laughs> uh, something's been destroyed or ruined mm-hmm. and lost. So that, uh, like, for example, um, we talk about Waco, uh, you know, Chip and Joanna Gaines, you know, set mm-hmm. up, set up the, the, the movement, uh, which is on HGTV and other, others now, right. uh, uh, but they, they called it fixer upper. Right. Um, and they would, you know, they would take somebody around and, and, uh, pick a house and, uh, usually was, uh, had problems with it. It did, you know, it was mm-hmm. ru- ruined. Yeah. Well, well, we can restore it, uh, restore what was used to be uh, mm-hmm. not, uh, you know, attractive uh, and ruined to I can make it now beautiful. And of course, you know, they did. Uh, right. Uh, well, that. And aren't we all drawn to that story? Yeah. You yeah know, we're, we're, we we love to see restoration. Yeah. It's kind of funny because it spawned a uh, an entire uh, movement mm-hmm. of uh, probably there's probably I would say at least 10 shows now. Yeah. These home restoration type uh, shows. Restoring where, and for some reason, uh, it's very, very popular. Like you say, I think we're drawn to, Mm -hmm. can something that's ruined actually be put back uh, and actually made better, which interesting enough because of these, these homes are older. Mm -hmm. Um, they don't have, generally speaking, they don't have what's called an open concept. Right. Uh, so the wall, there's, you know, they the old houses were built with just walls. And so there's kitchen and there's dining room and there's living room. And they are all separated by walls. Right. 
well, the the new the new approach is open it up mm-hmm. and take those walls down and make make the open concept. So now when they walk in, they look at it as this is way 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 better. Not even just right. restored back the way it was. Mm-hmm. It's way 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 better now because new things have happened. Yeah. And it's, it's well, listen attractive. to what you just said. Even the spiritual implication of the statement in the process of the restoration, walls were brought down. Right, right, right. I mean, that, there's like we could go a whole session just on that. <laughs> we could, yeah, we could. Uh, it's amazing. And, and uh, opening up, you know, mm-hmm. and providing freedom and uh, beauty, and so. Um, Restore is because something has been broken, something's ruined, and we're, you know, we're functioning, uh, by the way, in, in the world of entropy, yeah. uh, and the, under, the, under the nature of the enemy, we know that everything by itself is moving to destruction. Right. Uh, so that, you know, houses, but that's true of our lives and our businesses and our uh, ministry and our, our relationships uh, that things break down and the enemy is is trying to destroy it yeah uh, and not only destroy it uh, ruin it so that there's no joy in it but secondly that there's a a loss of hope that ever can be actually uh, restored and you start to live in what's called resignation right um, I guess you know, my relationships aren't going to get any better. Um, I've been divorced or I've got uh, addiction problems or our family is a mess or uh, my finances are a mess. I've made a mess of that. Um, so the people that uh, that tend to come uh, introduced to me and to Linda uh, into the ministry uh, is they're coming at a place of, of real uh, sadness. Uh, that, you know, things and overwhelmed by the, the lack, you know, where they're, where they're at overwhelmed and not even knowing where to begin or believing if God could restore. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, interesting enough, you know, cause they're, but these are believers, uh, mm-hmm. that come and I talk to them, I say, okay, I understand. Um, what is your perspective on that as a Christian, mm-hmm. which as what's your perspective as a believer, um, and the answer is, well, the world's awful. We're sinners. We deserve this. Probably we're going to just have to live with it. But hey, we get to go to heaven. Right. Uh, or God's teaching me something, you know, through this. And uh, I said, well, you, do you believe that God can restore it? Uh, I don't know. Uh, could right. He could. He certainly can. But I'm not sure he will. I don't see many people having that experience. Right. So, um, and they're afraid to hope in that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to, I I say, they say that I don't want to get my hopes up. Yeah. Uh, They don't want to be disappointed because I'm already disappointed and Mm -hmm. I've, I've kind of, uh, you know, uh, go to resignation, live with it. So, uh, the part of the covenant is God said, well, I will absolutely restore it, um, into these places of, protection and shalom and abundance. And, uh, I know it's ruined. Um, and the question, see that God's God's statement is always, um, it's not guaranteed because you have to walk with me, but if you walk right. with me, I will, I will restore it. Mm-hmm. And the, and the neat thing is, and this is the gospel 
uh, is I can restore it now. Right. Uh, right. How, about, how about now? Uh, that because because people say, well, then and that may not look the way we think it's going to look either. <laughs> no, we'll, 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 we'll talk about that. Um, yeah. He says, I'm defining it, not you. But um, the issue is that people say, well, if God was God mm-hmm. and isn't he in control of everything, then and why hasn't he restored it already? Uh, and then right. it even goes further, which is uh, I'm dealing with a lot of people on this question. Why did he even allow this to happen in the first place? Right. If he's sovereign, how can how can this happen to me? I, I don't get mm-hmm. it. You know, and I keep trying to help everybody understand. Well, look at the nature of of spirituality, and look at the nature of the dynamics of the worlds ever since Adam and Eve. The control of the world is under the control of Satan. Right. That and it's kill, steal, and destroy. It's it's destruction. It's ruination. It's uh, everything is falling apart and things are going to get, uh, impacted. I said, mm-hmm. now don't be surprised and don't think that you're going to be absent or removed from trouble. Uh, Jesus said it in the world, you're going to have what? Trouble. Trouble. Um, and it's going to impact you and you're going to have, uh, you're going to have negative consequences and we're not immune from that. Uh, right. And then on top of it, we have a whole course, by the way, that uh, is the uh, how to overcome adversity. Uh, one of the causes of adversity, interesting enough, is us. Uh, because we don't walk with God, we're actually, uh, he says, you're at enmity against me, and I'm actually increasing your uh, ruination to get you to repent, to come back. Uh, and follow me so that, you know, don't be surprised. Now, here's the cool thing about the gospel. Um, when the moment we say, you know what, I'm willing to follow you with all the ruination and degradation and problems that I've got, my, my place is, is a mess. Um, and God says, welcome back. At that point, he says, I don't even care what caused it, including you. Right. And your lousy choices and you're walking away from me. How about now if I just restore it? And my focus is on the, the healing and the restoration, right. not on the problem. And I, I think I've given this you know description before is, uh, you know, way back. This is back in the 80s. Um, I had a your infected, gallstone surgery, I right? Injected uh, gallbladder <laughs> with gangrene. And, you know, the doctor, you know, he said, you know, you, you ate lousy. Uh, mm-hmm. and this caused your, your infection and, and I have to remove it. Uh, but the focus after that point was not on how awful is it, but rather how's it going? How's right. your healing going? And how going? is the healing going? Stepping how's, into that. How's the yeah. healing going? Let me restore it now to a life abundantly. Um, mm-hmm. and that's really what God says is that, yeah, I know the cause of this. Um, mm-hmm. And there's lots of different causes of it. But how about now, if you allow me, you know, to restore it. So this aspect of God restoring as part of the covenant is really, really big, because I, I would am- say that, you know, 90, uh, even maybe 100% of everybody that's even listening has either experienced or is experiencing or thinking yeah, I've got kind of a mess. I got a mess on my hands or things aren't really working out or I wonder about. Uh, and God says, well, uh, let me restore it. So if you would, uh, let's, let's go into the word about this. Go to Isaiah 51. 
1 to 3, Isaiah 51, 1 to 3. All righty. It says, listen to me, you who follow after righteousness, you who seek the Lord, look to the rock from which you were hewn and to the hole of the pit from which, from which you were dug. Look to Abraham, your father, and to Sarah who bore you, for I called him alone and blessed him and increased him. For the Lord will comfort Zion. He will comfort all her waste places. He will make her wilderness like Eden and her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found in it. Thanksgiving and the voice of melody. Okay. Uh, so he's, uh, he's speaking, Isaiah is speaking to, you know, Israel that is uh, in a place of ruin. Um, and he's moving into chapters about here's what God's going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and he talks about two things. He says, I'm going to make your waste places, uh, restore them and your wilderness, uh, like the garden, uh, and the waste, the word for waste places are things that have been completely wasted, ruined and are desolate. It's not functioning at all normally. Uh, right. so he says, I'm going to make those. Uh, uh, restored and the wilderness uh, the word there is uninhabitable that Mm. uh, you're trying to survive in a place that won't sustain you Uh, right and a lot of people can relate to that (laughs) uh, yeah Uh, and and that's really the struggle of I'm trying to survive and it seems like everything's against me Mm -hmm. Um, and this doesn't seem very pleasant to me or I can see uh, that I've had, I have a place of ruin and, and desolation. Uh, uh, and he says, um, I'm going to restore that back to the Garden of Eden. Um, okay, now think about that. Uh, for Adam and Eve, what was the Garden of Eden like? That was like that perfect place of communion with God. And yeah. it had all of their provision, full of joy, full of purpose. Their, their work was meaningful and beautiful. They walked with God all day long, whenever they wanted, you know, it's just yeah. a, an amazing full life. Yeah. Perfect yeah. communion with each other even. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, a, and just look at the place of beauty and harmony and, mm-hmm. and, uh, ability to get back to the life of God. Um, and he says, um, uh, I'm going to give there, there, uh, you're going to have gladness, um, and uh, the word there is uh, you're going to have mirth or joy. Uh, you're going to have pleasure. You're going to have uh, happiness. Uh, you're going to have exaltation. You're going to be celebrating life. Okay, now think about it. if that's what describes us, why would we be doing that? Because life is going to be good. Yeah, because, because life goes <laughs> Restoration back. Restoration has occurred, yeah. The thing, the thing that is ruined, the place that I'm in that is a struggle, now becomes back to enjoyment. And see, it's not, you know, just have joy anyway. Uh, we know that, we know that mm-hmm. joy is because of the relationship with God. But he says, this is going to be because I'm restoring your circumstances back to a pleasant place. Um, I can fix it. And, and by the way, it's very specific and very unique so that as uh, everyone is going through this and, and you go through it, Linda, and I go through it, uh, hey, certain things happen. Could you restore this? Uh, and God said, yes, I do. And that's why I can tell, tell people who are coming for the first time, particularly uh, with the struggle, is I guarantee you right. that, God, that God will restore it. 
Uh, and the reason is, is because of the covenant. God says, right. that's part of the covenant. I'm going to fulfill that. Mm-hmm. I can take things that are ruined. I can take things that are wasted. I can take desolation uh, and I can restore it back. Uh, okay, right. go, to, go to Ezekiel uh, 36, uh, 33 to 36. And again, Ezekiel is speaking now having already, he's part of the remnant, by the way, uh, from Jeremiah's time. Okay. Uh, so Daniel, he's speaking to Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He's a, he's a prophet speaking to the nation of Israel. Uh, we're actually going to talk about this a little bit uh, when we get into our end times discussion uh, coming up on Gog and Magog, because it's all, all the scriptures. Yeah, the scripture, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. scriptures out of Ezekiel. Um, but he uh, he's speaking to already mm-hmm. a nation that has been ruined. Uh, so see, see what he says here, Ezekiel 36, 33 to 36. Sure. Thus says the Lord God, on the day that I cleanse you from all your iniquities, I will also enable you to dwell in the cities and the ruins shall be rebuilt. The desolate land shall be tilled instead of lying desolate in the sight of all who pass by. So they will say this land that was desolate has become like the garden of Eden and the wasted desolate and ruined cities are now fortified and inhabited. Then the nations which are left all around you shall know that I, the Lord, have rebuilt the ruined places and planted what was desolate. I, the Lord, have spoken it, and I will do it. Yeah. Uh, first of all, what what is he, uh, think about what he's describing. What What's the problem <laughs> that he's describing here? Really, I mean, it's, they have been living outside of, you know, like when I even think about, I don't know if this is the timing of when Jerusalem was just in in just shabby, right. horrible shape, yeah. you know, but they have been living outside of his will, honestly. Yeah. And so then he promises as they come together and, and seek his will, he can rebuild this. He can set. And when he does that, there's a beautiful thing. I don't remember where, um, it may be in Ezekiel 36, even a story that goes on that talks about how the Israelites had profaned his name yeah. and the way that they had profaned his name really was by not being where he wanted them to be because in that place, he could shower blessing, covenant blessing on them and the world would see him yeah. and know his glory and know, Hey, those are my people that would bring him glory. But because they had scattered so, and were living in ruins, they actually weren't reflecting who God was because he couldn't show his glory in or through them in that place. Right. Yeah. And he says here, he says, um, for those that are desolate, mm-hmm. uh, those that are ruined, those places that are ruined, he says, I'm going to rebuild it. And again, he uses the, the, uh, picture of the garden of Eden. Uh, is it's going to be spectacular. It's going to be, it's going to be beautiful. Um, I'm going to take what was ruined and he says, I'm going to do the work of, uh, restoring it, you know, piece by piece by piece, uh, even greater than, than what it was. Uh, Mm -hmm. it's going to, it's going to be, you know, really spectacular. Uh, and then he says, as a result of that, the people around you are going to say, what what are they going to say? They're going to be in awe of God. They'll know you are my people and I am your God. You okay. Know? Now, now think about that. Why would they be in awe of God uh, through, you know, restoration? Why, why, what would have to have happened for them to be in awe of God? It will have to have been so obvious that it's not something we could do ourselves. You know, it's, it's that recognition of the supernatural that only God could intervene and actually bring this level of restoration. 
Yeah. Uh, and that's where the hope is. See, is that mm-hmm. uh, usually, and this is where, again, where people are coming across my path, they, <laughs> they've tried to, they've tried to make it work. Right. They've tried to restore it. Interesting mm-hmm. enough, it didn't. And on top of it, what I see and, and what they see, it actually got worse. Uh, they tried to fix it and they couldn't. And by fixing it themselves, they actually made it worse. Right. Um, and it seems like everything I've tried hasn't worked. And I'm, I'm getting to a point of, you know, should I just skip it all and put up with it? And right. God says, well, let me let me restore it. And I'll do it in a way that, that you and the people around you are going to say what? There's no way that's anybody other than God. <laughs> it, was, it, it was God. Yeah. Uh, it was God who did this. Um, and, and we're going to reflect that because what now think about how, because God supernaturally mm-hmm. did things circumstantially, uh, with us, with the right people, with us, with the right finances, mm-hmm. with us, with the right business opportunity, with us, with the right, uh, ministry yeah. opportunity, he pulled things together and, uh, things were brought back. Right. And now they're back to really terrific. Mm-hmm. And because they're really terrific, you know, remember in, I, in Isaiah 51, it says, we're going to rejoice. Mm-hmm. But here he's saying, you're going to bear witness that it was me and not you. Right. Um, uh, okay. Now, again, go back to our original purpose. What, therefore, is God's purpose in doing this? Uh, the covenant of restoration. To glorify who? To glorify himself. See, to glorify himself. And so it's not going to be, well, wasn't, weren't you just clever? Right. Uh, or weren't you lucky? Uh, it's, I want to do this. Uh, by the way, <laughs> he implies, uh, I have plenty of opportunity uh, because a lot of lives are in ruin. Uh, he says, don't worry. I will fulfill it to demonstrate to you that it's real. And by the way, then you'll be a proponent of covenant. Uh, and other people around you will say this, and, that, and this is what they say. Is that possible for me? I have a problem. I'm in ruin. And and God says, yeah. And you're going to be the one to say, um, I can't fix it for you, but I know who but can. But I know who can. <laughs> and, and why don't we walk together for you to experience mm-hmm. it? Because the covenant, see, is absolute. It's real. And your restoration you know, will be fulfilled. Uh, okay, go to a, go to a Z, a Z, a Zechariah 8, 11 through 15, which actually talks again. He's a contemporary here, and he he's uh, talking about the remnant that is going to be restored. Right. What does he say, Zechariah 8, 11 to 15? But now I will not treat the remnant of this people as in the former days, said the Lord of hosts. For the seed shall be prosperous, the vine shall give its fruit, the ground shall give her increase, and the heavens shall give their due. I will cause the remnant of this people to possess all these. And it shall come to pass that just as you were a curse among the nations, O house of Judah and house of Israel, so I will save you and you shall be a blessing. Do not fear, let your hands be strong. For thus says the Lord of hosts, just as I determined to punish you when your fathers provoked me to wrath, says the Lord of hosts, and I would not relent. So again, in these days, I am determined to do good to Jerusalem and to the house of Judah. Do not fear. Yeah. Um, so he says um, uh, he's determined mm-hmm. uh, to do good. Um, I will bring it to pass. It'll mm-hmm. be my it'll be my work. I give you this promise. Uh, he's implying you're part of the remnant and the remnant is 
uh, yeah, the world has fallen apart and lots of things have, have been damaged. And I've, I've participated. Mm-hmm. I've experienced that. Uh, and he says, um, I'm going to give you uh, the ability uh, for uh, the seed you know, to prosper. And the seed is God's word. Okay. Um, it's going to produce fruit. Abide in my word and you know the truth and the truth will set you free. Um, abide in me and, and you can f- have fulfillment of fruit. Both circumstances change and the fruit character of, of your life. You said your ground will yield its increase. Yeah. Uh, and in other words, the things that you're going to, you're going to go back to your financial situation, your work situation, I'm going to bring about uh, bounty uh, and it'll, it'll actually produce great fruit of, of let me lead you into either a uh, business situation and or uh, a new situation. And I keep trying to tell people the covenant, remember, is personal. So be careful because we would say, well, I got a business problem, so fix my business problem. Right. And God, God might say, which has happened, is say, by the way, you know, that business isn't going to do well or that business isn't going right. to succeed, but I've got something else for you behind it. Do you, do you, mm-hmm. trust, do you trust me? Um, so don't, don't ask God to fix your business problem and make that successful. He may, by the way, and he, and he mm-hmm. does a lot, but it could be that actually he wants you to move to a different spot because it's going to be more productive over here for you to go because the covenant is toward you. Um, and you're going to be blessed by it. So be careful about, uh, trying to tell God, God how to do it. Uh, just trust him that he will. Right. Um, and then he said, the dew, that the spirit, Holy Spirit is going to water you, is going to flourish you. Um, and you're going to experience, you know, the fullness of it. And so he yeah. describes it and says, you know, let my spirit, uh, give you refreshment. Let uh-huh. me lead you into, uh, a place where the word will, will produce what it's going to produce. Your, your, your work, your life will start to flourish again. Um, and I have this promise you know, associated with giving it to you and I'm going to bring it to pass and you can trust me uh, with this as part of God's uh, promise, which implies that there's specifics that he has to walk us into and these promises are going to be real. And of course, the key is the word and that is what do I hear? What do I understand? What do I walk into? Uh, That it's very specific. So it's not a generic yeah, take care of it and let me know. It's, well, you walk with me, God speaking, and let me fulfill my specific plan for you of restoration, which is unique to you. Um, I can do it. I'm going to do it. And it'll be it'll be wonderful. So uh, we'll, con- we'll pick up more of this uh, tomorrow uh, of this aspect of restoration. But, the, but what I'd like to really encourage people on is, yes. Uh, you've, you can be experiencing ruin. Yes, you could be experiencing big, big problems. And it looks like I don't see any way out of this um, or I don't see how it's going to really make a difference. I guess I just put up with it. And this can go from relationships, again, to finances, to ministry issues, uh, people coming against me. Uh, and God says, well, part of my covenant promise is I'll restore it and I can do it when? How about now? About now. Um, yeah. and, and be encouraged. And I would urge you to consider that. And if you want to share your stories with us or, uh, you know, uh, send us information or, or questions about how does this work in this situation, 
uh, put it on the YouTube channel or uh, questions at afjministry.com, questions at afjministry.com. And uh, we'd love to hear the stories and we'd love to get back to you because we know and we believe and we state it will be resolved. I don't know how. And I, and I certainly, one thing I, I say we don't have the right to say is when, because <laughs> right. our, our when is, hey, right now. Right. And our I'll, thoughts are not his thoughts. Yeah. Our ways are not his ways. That's right. <laughs> but, I, but he said, I will do it. Walk with me into it. And do you believe it and start to expect it? And by the way, he wants to give us encouragement along the way mm-hmm. so that we don't just say, well, whatever and doesn't matter. He said, no, I'll, I'll right. show you. I'll show you that it matters. And I'll yeah. show you that. that and I'm that's even it. part of that refreshment you talked about the heavens, yeah. you know, the dew from the heavens. A lot of times there, that is how he refreshes us and gives us that dew as encouragements along the way that he's moving. That's right. And move, moves things together. And we'll, we'll share more about that. So, uh, Kathy, we'll pick it up again, uh, next time. And, uh, we look forward to, uh, uh, this topic even further of, uh, yeah. of how it works. So, Excellent. Thanks for joining us, everyone. I hope you found today encouraging. Please be a friend and tell a friend um, as we continue our discussion on the covenant. And especially as we're talking about restoration, I believe it is a story that people need to hear and a place where God will be exalted, which is our desire. Amen to that. Yep. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. All right. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.